Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Sometimes. Um, (laughs) Sometimes. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And... Of course, we always ask you to please remember we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And please do reach out. We love to hear from you, especially now. Um as we continue discussions about allyship and anti-racism today, we want to hear from you. Yeah. 
Um, Kate. Yes, Dory. How are you doing with, with everything? Well, you know, I feel like I have really been doing a lot of reflecting about steps. And we'll talk more about this, I think, on today's episode. But like steps I'm going to take to ensure that focusing on allyship and anti-racism is is not something I drop the ball on. You know, I can see mm-hmm. right now myself included and my fellow many of my fellow white people we're all like everyone's we're fired up and to do the work and i really want i really want to use this opportunity to reflect on how i'm going to sustain that for the rest of ultimately for the rest of my life but like for the next week and then for the next month and then for the Mm -hmm. next year and what is that what does that look like to really make that commitment and approach it not just have it be lip service and not have it be something i drop the ball on because you know i can i what we all are understanding is that our white privilege allows us to just be like to just like walk away and forget about it and go do something else you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's not a it's not our so anyway so that has been something i have been really pondering and thinking about um, and also, I've really been thinking about how I can be more active locally in these efforts um, mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles and in, in Los Angeles County in California. You know, yesterday I watched um, the L.A. police commissioner's Zoom meeting and I listened for a long time as people called in to voice their concerns and their support of Black Lives Matter and support of defunding the police and asking the police chief to resign and it really um, reminded me that like, you know, I vote, I vote in local elections. I'm, you know, I'm pretty aware of what's going on and like, yet I am not aware at all. And there's a lot more work for me to do there. So that's something I've really been thinking about. It's like, how can I act locally and in a, in a larger picture and how can I be impactful in my community? Do you have some ways that you are going to be doing that? Well, I think I need to first get a better understanding of like who our elected officials really are, what the like, you know, I was like vaguely aware of our mayor's budget, but I was not aware about how much money they had allotted to go toward the police force. And, and, you know, I I just feel like I was coasting in a lot of ways and Mm -hmm. I really need to do a better job of educating myself on our local on our local politics and local activism and also find and also i know there there are already people doing this work deeply and like how can i be show up with my body and also show up with my wallet for the organizations that are they're they're already doing the, the the people are doing the work um i just need to now like educate myself on who that is and and focus on that Totally. Um, I, I did attend a um a vigil in Pasadena, which is um a city here in LA County on Sunday night, and that was really powerful and really moving. Um and I'm glad I did that. And so I I have been thinking of, you know, really focusing on showing up in that way physically as well. Yeah, I mean one thing that I've been thinking about a lot is you know, we hear so much about voting and voting in Democratic candidates and focusing 
our attention rightfully on getting Trump out of office. And yet I feel like we don't do a good enough job. And I'm saying we, and I mean, I should say I, mm-hmm. I don't do a good enough job holding our democratic mm-hmm. political leaders accountable because our mayor is a Democrat. Our governor is a Democrat. And yet we have people being shot with rubber bullets in the streets and the police department breaking up peaceful protests violently, you know? So I think that it's not enough to just be like, Oh, okay. We're going to elect a Democrat. Bye. Yeah. They need to be held accountable also. Yeah. And I, that's the, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. And that is, I feel like again, life's work and work. I need to really be, like a laser beam in on that I can do. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I appreciate that, Dora. I think that's really true. And I, and I know this is something you've been thinking about. Um, and you, obviously our children are very different in age, but you know, over here we've been having a lot of honest conversations as a family and we, we always do that. Um, but our kids are really aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. We have talked to them about George Floyd. We have, and, and police brutality and you know they understand we're under a, a curfew a very strict curfew right now and and what has kind of been going on and and so those have been some really challenging but also positive conversations to have with them and i think mm-hmm. continuing to figure out how to not just imp- like not just work on my allyship but how to be raising al- like anti-racist allies is really Mm -hmm. another important focus yes uh and i but i i think that that starts with us like we need to interrogate our own yes biases and educate ourselves before we can start expecting our children to pick up this work that is a great great point that is a great point we have to do the work in ourselves before we can we can be the leaders for our kids. I think that's a really good point. Thank you. Um, You know, you had mentioned on uh, our last episode that you had started following the conscious kid on Patreon. You started supporting the conscious kid on Patreon. And I recently did too. And I think they're a great resource. They also have a really great Instagram. Um, and I think they are, they're a great resource for kids of all ages. I mean, one thing that I've been thinking about is, you know, Henry's really young. He's, he's only 13 months old. Um, I can't start trying to teach him like critical race theory, but I can start doing a lot of things that will hopefully kind of imbue him with an anti-racist perspective. Um, and I think, you know, that starts with a few things. I think that starts with trying to make sure that he is, that his, his social circle is more diverse. Um, his social circle right now is pretty much, I mean, well, right now it's nobody because we are in the time <laughs> of fair, the time of the COVID. Um, but, you know, I think about the babies that he knows and they're all babies that I took mommy and me classes with and there were no black women in either of the mommy and me classes that I took. There were a couple women of color, but there were no black women. Um, One of the classes was held at a space that is 
run by a black woman, Erica Chidi Cohen, who we had on the podcast. Um, but, you know, I think about that. And we had started taking him to a an indoor play space called Little Play Society that is owned by two black moms. And I was really heartened to see that the crowd there was much more diverse than any of the other spaces that I had been taking him to. And so I think when things get back to some semblance of normal, I want to be much more thoughtful and deliberate about the places I take him to and the people I expose him to. And am I only taking him to predominantly white spaces? And how can I change that? Yeah. Has it, has it, have you been reflecting on how you were raised and the communities that you were raised in? Yeah. And what's interesting is like the community I was raised in was relatively diverse. Um, there was a, there's a tweet going around on, on Twitter the other day asking when people had their first black teacher. And, you know, a lot of the responses were really depressing. Like a lot of them were like, I never had a black teacher or I had my first black teacher when I was like a junior in high school. And like, I had my first black teacher in first grade and the principal of my elementary school was black and my second grade teacher was black. And, you know, and so, and I had black friends growing up and then I feel like, as I got older, my world got more, my, my world got less diverse, I think. And now I'm trying to like course correct. So if anything, I feel like I was raised with a more diverse um, outlook. And then I think partly because of the industry that I work in, um, I don't know. And partly because of my own complacency, I haven't sought out diverse spaces as much as I should have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 there's a lot to, there's a lot to really parse, right? Does that resonate with you at all? Uh, I had the opposite experience. You and I grew up not far apart from each other, but I grew up in a very white community. Um, I honestly don't know when I heard, had my first black teacher. It's possible it was college. And, and, and that gives me uh, a deep pause and also, uh, also a lot of shame and how I am going to use that not to like sit and dwell, but to really make active change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I grew up in an, I grew up in an incredibly, incredibly white space. Um, that's, that was my experience as a kid. And, I like it took me a long time to understand that that it was not um just just like it was a bubble a white bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah that is that is something I am and it was also an affluent bubble. So as I have raised my children and as I continue to ra- raise them I I think about that a lot that the un- their understanding of differences and you know i just i did not know and i i again like i i i reflect on that with a lot of shame and i'm trying to change that shame into something that actually does good instead of just Mm -hmm. you know like dwelling in it anyway i could go i could go on and on about it um no i mean i think these are these are really important things for us to think about both as people how we can diversify our own 
worlds and our own spaces and our own outlooks and also for our children. Yeah. And the space that we have here on our podcast. Totally. Totally. Um, and one of the like one of the baby steps I'm taking for Henry is trying to make sure that he has a diverse array of books. Mm-hmm. He loves he loves books. He loves reading. He loves when we read to him. And I just want to make sure that the people and the stories that are represented in the books that we read to him reflect the diversity of the world. And so one thing that I did yesterday was I bought four and I will, I plan on buying more, but I started with four board books um, by black and indigenous authors. Um, And we will post these on the website. Um, One is called my heart fills with happiness. One is called little you. Um, One is called 1098. And then the other is called Peekaboo Morning. Um, and The Conscious Kid has a really great list of books, um, children's books to support conversations on race, racism, and resistance. And, you know, a lot of them are intended for older children, but there are board books that um, exist. And also, you know, one of the other things I've been thinking about is like, not every book has to have an overtly... Um, an overt message that is like, I am teaching you how to be anti-racist. Like, we should still be reading Black stories, period. Mm-hmm. Totally. With our kids and also in our own lives. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we should be consuming Black media um, because our worldviews should be diverse. So it's not just about, although people should read Ijoma Oluo's book, so you want to talk about race and, you know, all those other books that people are talking about right now. Um, I think it's also really important to consume Black literature that are novels, like watch movies made by Black filmmakers. Like, it, I think those are those are also super important. Oh, Yes. A hundred percent. You know, I'm trying to also buy books from black owned bookstores and there is um, a black owned bookstore in LA that's been around for, I think for over 50 years called um, Isawan Books. And I ordered Henry's books from there and I'm going to make a commitment to buy more books from black owned bookstores going forward. I love that. We'll include that link too. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a short break. Great. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kate, I feel like we are 
like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation 
with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe Capture Your Vision Through Photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay, we have returned. We have a couple voicemails from listeners that we wanted to share and discuss. Hi, Forever 35. This is Molly calling from Chicago. I just stumbled upon some information about utilizing Sephora points to make a donation to the National Black Justice Coalition. So 500 points equals $10, $1,000 $10, 1,000 points equals $20, and 1,500 points equals $30. So if anybody, uh, any of your listeners have points stored up, or if you have points stored up and you are looking to put them to a cause instead of using them on all of those travel things that we definitely don't need right now, those little tiny samples, this is a great and very Forever 35 appropriate way to um, make a donation and make a difference. Okay, thanks very much. Bye. Someone brought this up in the Facebook group too. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what an amazing way to use your Sephora points. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's great. And I, so we got this voicemail. I had not heard of this. Um, 
We got the voicemail. I Googled this. Then I went into my Sephora app. And this is indeed happening, which is amazing. Um, I have 1,048 Sephora points. So I can change those 1,000 points into a $20 donation. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to do this too. Now, I don't, and I don't think you have to make a purchase. I think you can just shift your points over to make a donation. I, of course, then got like sucked into possibly buying something because that is my, how my brain works. But um, I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't confirm this, but I don't think you need to make a purchase to donate your points. Um, And then I had another thought, which was that like, this is would be a great thing for Sephora to do all the time. Yeah, that that was my question. Is this just something that Sephora is doing in this moment? Or is this something that Sephora has done? I I don't know. My educated guess would be that it is for a limited period of time. And so my thought was that if you like this, which I do, I was going to reach out to Sephora and say, I love this as an option for my points. I would love to do this all the time rather than getting like, a, you know, samples. This is a this is a great I just think this is such a cool way to put your Sephora spending to. Yeah, that's really cool. A, a better place than a tiny lipstick. Totally. So totally. very into this. Thank you, listener, for sharing because I had not. I was not aware of this, so I'm very excited. So it's 10 points. No, sorry. 500 points is a $10 donation. 1,000 yes. points is a $20 donation. 1,500 points is a $30 donation. Yes. Now, have you checked your Sephora points lately, Dory? No, but I can do that right now. I mean, look, let's get on this. <laughs> this is a live podcast. <laughs> Of Dory checking those Sephora points. Oh, yeah. I, I almost never use my points because, oh my gosh, Kate. What? I have so many points. <laughs> okay. I, there's, I, never, there's never anything <laughs> I want. I had over, just over a thousand. How many do you have? I have 3,590 points. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I wonder if you can make two donations with that. You said 3,190? So, no, I said 3,590. Oh my gosh. Well, if Sephora lets you commit okay. all those points to donations, that's $70. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So I just added that. I wonder if I can do it again. This is so exciting. Okay. So I, I did one donation. Let's see if I can do another one. I really love oh, this. Oh, yeah. Li- yes. Did it work? I, well, I'm adding it to my oh, okay, basket. Okay. I love this live charity play-by-play. reward National Black Justice Coalition. Another thirty dollars. Okay, done. Dory, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh wait, I can do another one. I can do another five hundred point. Another five hundred yeah. pointer. You did thirty, thirty, and then ten bucks. Oh, I can't do. Okay, now it's not letting me check out with just the five hundred point thing. Okay, now so now I, no, I have to I have to buy something. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, interesting. All right, so I will deal with that later. But I I was able to do two um, rewards for thirty dollars each, fifteen hundred points each. See, I knew I was saving my points for something. Yeah, that like who knew? That's that was why. Well, I will tell you, I'm going to do that later today. I just 
also need to purchase this boob mask that I have sitting in my cart that we have talked about on a previous mm. episode. And I was going to get some Briogeo um, shampoo and conditioner. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Will you send me the boob mask that you're doing so I can buy it too? And maybe we can boob mask it up together. I will. I mean, not like not like together. No, we could do it together. together IRL. But like, yeah, well, not we can't do it IRL, but we can do it like on Instagram or something. You know, it would be, you know, it would be uh, the peak of awkward is if the first time we see each other after the coronavirus separation, which is now going on to like its third month of not seeing each other, we boob mask together. I mean, there's no? something poetic about that. There is, isn't there? It's, we <laughs> really, just podcast live with our boob masks really on. There really is. All um, right. Okay. So we have another voicemail, right? Yes, we do. Hi, Kate and Dory. Uh, it's Kelly calling from Minneapolis. Uh, it's about 11 p.m. here, um, and we are on our, oh gosh, I think fourth, fifth night of curfew. Um, it's been six days since um, George Floyd was murdered. No, a week. Today's been a week. Um, and I am just calling. You know, I don't know. I was listening to the mini app and taking it after I took a shower and putting on my, my, my face potions and, and just thinking about, fuck, this is really hard. Um, and then I go into this spiral of white guilt around how easy I have it ultimately in life um, and yet how how scary it is um, to be to be living in this city right now um, even though I 150% support everything um, that you know this uprising is doing um, yeah and I just don't know really how others are holding space for like doing anti-racist work um, and also um, feeling, you know, fearful. Um, there was a fire a mile away from my house last night. Um, things seem to really be heating up in my neighborhood, um, especially these days or today. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm looking for. And I'm also not wanting to amplify a white voice. Um, but perhaps it's something that can be discussed on the podcast is how, um, how do we as white women, um, I think, both take care of ourselves and also make sure that we're not centering ourselves in this discussion and, um, you know, putting our own fears and anxieties before those of, of black people and people of color who um, for whom this is sort of a daily life occurrence. So I hope you are both safe and well. I appreciate all the work that you are doing to work on your own, do your own anti-racist work. Um, and for speaking out about things. So thank you and be safe and take care. Bye. Thank you for this question. How do we do the work? How do we not center ourselves? I think those were kind of the two questions I pulled from that. Did I miss one, Dory? Um, I think she was also asking sort of more generally, how do we, like, how do we do the work while also not letting this overwhelm us? Mm. And how do we not let our white guilt paralyze us Mm. yeah because i hear i i hear a lot of i don't know i don't even know where to start i'm afraid of doing the wrong thing and i think that's a dangerous sentiment go on because i think there there are a lot of things everyone can be doing and 
now it's easier than ever to find those things. And you don't have to be on the front lines of the protests to help affect change. You can be on the front lines of the protests. And I hope some of some of our listeners are. Um, but there are other ways that you can help bring about systemic change. Um, and those are like at our fingertips right now, like literally a Google search away. Um, yes, yes, yes. You know, I, like, I just feel like it's not the I don't know where to start excuse is just like not an excuse, in my opinion. Not, And I'm not saying that this listener was saying that I, I this is more broadly some of the sentiment I've been hearing. Totally. And I, I think, you know, there are so many, like you said, Dory, so many people who are educating in this area. And I think they uh, there are so many offerings that are accessible if you have some time in your day. Um, I yes. wanted to share two of them that I have found recently. One is something you and I are both doing, which I'm so excited about. Um, which is Nicole Cardoza's anti-racism daily action. And Nicole is a yoga teacher and an educator and a real change agent. She's really cool. I've followed her on Instagram for a long time and have now signed up for her Patreon and for this daily action. And I, and it's, it's something you get every day to do. And I think, I think we, these small actions that we do can also make great impact. Another thing that was recently brought to my attention is something uh, created by two women, Brianna Wallace and Autumn Gupta, and it's called June Justice. And it is a an incredibly thorough Google Doc that gives you different daily options of anti-racist educa- anti-racism education and information based on how much time you want to spend doing that learning. So they have a 10 minute a day syllabus, a 25 minute a day syllabus and a 45 minute a day syllabus. Syllabi, syllabus, syllabus. Syllabi is plural, is the, right? Is the singular. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I forget my Latin. Uh, and, and it's, in, it's, we will link to this document um, and I have actually reached out to them to see if there is a way like a Venmo link for them or, or anything like that. And if, if I find out, I will share that as well. Um, but it's been, it's amazing. So, so people have, have they basically done the work for us and now we just right. have to like click the link. So yeah. the, the things are out there. I agree with you, Dory. It is, it is a Google away. People have, put put the resources together and have been doing it for a long time. So it's really on us to do the work. Yep. 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 Did we answer yeah. all of her questions? <laughs> now I'm not sure. <laughs> now I'm not. How do you, I mean, how do you not center yourself? Oh yeah. That is, that is something to, to call in and check in with yourself. And I think if someone points it out to you, and this is something I'm thinking about. Say thank you. Like, say thank you for that feedback, right? Like, someone is is taking the effort to to share that with you. We, You can take it, you hear it, you appreciate it, and then you move forward with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we will center ourselves in this. Like, that is, I mean, isn't that white, isn't that what white supremacy is? 
And so, I mean, isn't that not what it is, but isn't that part of it? Right. And that's ingrained in us. So, um, yeah. And that's part of the unlearning. Yes. I know it's something I am, I am going to be unlearning (laughs) forever. So I, I see you listener. And I think like it is, um, you we will make mistakes but don't let that stop you from doing the work because the the work to make this change is more important yeah all right let's take let's take another short break um and we we will be back you know we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and, more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. We are back. Um, So on Instagram the other day, we posted... I guess a, I guess you could call it a, a call to action um, that says, choose one tangible action you can do today to support the movement for Black Lives and post it in the comments for public accountability. And it was um, posted originally on Twitter by a woman named Carla Bruce Eddings. Um, and she, I believe she works for Catapult Books. Um, and so we posted that and we, we shared what our, um, yes, she's a senior publicist at Catapult. Um, 
we shared our accountability, uh, our support and our, for our accountability, you know, we, we donated a thousand dollars to campaign zero black lives matter bail project, the Loveland foundation and the NAACP legal defense fund, which we mentioned on the previous episode. Um, and a lot of people commented with their actions. So we wanted to share some of them um, and hopefully give the rest of you some ideas for actions that you can take. Yeah, I was I'm I was really appreciative that so many people people shared. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one I like. Join the NAACP. Another one, responding to several friends or friends and family on Facebook that I usually usually wouldn't talk to to try to correct things and help them understand. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I also liked sending a letter to my corporate office as penned and provided by Rachel Cargill and buying diverse and anti-racist kids books from Black-owned bookstores for my kids and to distribute to little free libraries throughout my majorly white neighborhood. I love that. Mm. I emailed the LA mayor and my district council person demanding they adopt the people's budget to try to bring about true police reform in this city. Um, stood up to my father-in-law's public post today and purchased three children's books from a black owned bookstore in LA. Peaceful protest. Um, I am asking my white friends in the health and wellness space to subscribe to the newsletter Pause by Alicia Forneret. It highlights black and indigenous people of color resources in these spaces. And as professionals, we should do better to know and refer to our colleagues of color. Someone said, I had a long overdue conversation with my husband about how we can be better, researched local black owned businesses that I can support, researched and ordered several age appropriate books on diversity and racism for my baby. Called out some people on social media for condemning the riots and not the murder. Mm. I attended a sit-in at our state capitol here in Minnesota and shared lists of organizations to donate in my community, as well as Black-owned restaurants to support. I also donated to help rebuild a local organization helping to empower Native youth that was burned down. Wrote to our police chief and supported Black-owned business uh hana hana beauty after listening to today's episode oh. that's a reference to another another podcast episode we did or this yeah week. cool um committing to spending at least 15 percent of our monthly budget at black owned businesses this is something mm. that i would like to like some version of this i would like to do that's really cool uh someone wrote i read another chapter of so you want to talk about race um currently watching BET's programming tonight featuring black voices sharing their reflections on the murder of George Floyd and the protests. Lots of people are sharing donations that they've made to the Bail Mm -hmm. Fund, to Black Lives Matter, to the ACLU, NAACP, which is awesome, to the Loveland Foundation. Yeah, I would also say... If it's if it's within your means and you can set up a recurring donation, um, I think those are especially helpful for organizations. Yeah, indeed. Um, and Dory, I think I so appreciate people sharing these, and i I think what it inspires personally for me is is um, the reminder that that we can do things every day. Mm-hmm. 
um, which is something, again, that I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, but like that I really want to personally focus on is the extended life work of this, of anti-racism. Yeah. Well, Dory, um, I'm really grateful to get to talk to you about these things. Same. And I'm excited that we get to continue this conversation with each other and with our listeners. Yeah. So thank you for everyone um, who has weighed in, reached out, and please continue to do so. And, and we really appreciate it. All right. We will talk to you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.